them, the first thing that they think when they see the cold sores on my lips is like, yeah, this dude fucks. <laughs> All right, that's sick. That's awesome. Anywho, I'm trying, I'm doing some new stuff tonight. Bear with me. Um, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of reasons to join a fraternity. I'm sure we, we can name a lot, you know, uh, friends, beer, you're a white guy. They're just like a ton of different reasons. The one reason that I, I don't really buy, though, is when dudes are like, yeah, I'm joining Alpha Epsilon because I have a passion for philanthropy. You know? Because like a frat guy saying that he's in a fraternity because he's there for the philanthropy is like a dude saying that he goes to a strip club for the nachos. You know, he's like, fuck, this place, really good nachos. And that's really the only reason why I'm there. There's girls, yeah, but the nachos, the cheese, you tried it, right? Oh, so good. Yeah, frat boys, I, I really like them. Um, my grandfather actually was the president of his fraternity. So talk to him about that sometimes. He shows me awesome pictures of him doing a beer wrong, bong rip. Um, but back then, all they did were sketches of people because they didn't have cameras. Um, yeah, he looked so cool in the picture. He was like super buff. <laughs> I don't think that's what he actually looked like. Um, anyway, I like I said, truly a lot of new stuff. New year, 2019. Um, <laughs> uh, I was talking to my friend recently. Um, I, re I realized that um, there's a lot of like biopic movies coming out, or, like movies like that are real stories. So like uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, Vice, you know, stuff like that. And my friend was texting me, he was saying that he was really angry because they were making stuff up to make the movie more dramatic. So like he didn't know what was real and what was fake. So he's like, yeah, dude, you know what, fuck this. Like I'm only gonna watch documentaries now. You know, like he only wants to watch real stuff. But then he started watching documentaries for a while. He's like, you know what? There's too much human interaction here. I'm just gonna watch 24 hour live stream of Eagle Nest. That's, I'm just gonna go to the movie theater, sit on my phone, and just watch the live stream all day because there's just no human interaction there. So that's kind of what he likes to do. Um, he's creepy, he doesn't have a penis. Um, <laughs> thank you, two minutes, I appreciate it. Uh, any Jews in the crowd? Woo, a little bit, what does that mean? <laughs> I'm curious. Oh, nice, oh, nice. So I bet, I bet people are really nice in your family. I bet they make you feel really good about yourself. Um, no, I love being a Jew. I, I really do. Um, a year ago, I went to a Christmas Eve mass at an Episcopalian church. You know, it's like one of those churches where all they eat is fish. That's a thinker. You know, you really got to think about that one. Um, anyway, and you know, a Jew walking into a, a, a church can be kind of scary, you know, because the only other Jew there is already like nailed to a cross on the wall. It's just kind of spooky. I don't really like it, um, but so yeah, I guess I guess I'm a Jew if you say so. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna try character. I've never done characters before. Uh, this character right here is someone that I met. He's the bartender who doesn't know how to make any drinks. <laughs> so, so you, you go into the bar. You're like, "Hey, man, what's up?" Hey, I'm Bobby. Welcome to the bar, man. Every night is ladies' night when your mom left you when you were seven years old. All right, welcome to the bar. What can I get you? I'm like, yeah, dude, can I just like get like a mojito or something? He's like, hey, I'm not going to give you a mojito. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to mix some rubbing alcohol with a couple of lemons and some grass from the soccer field. 
hit you like a freight train. <laughs> and then and then I'm like, okay, dude, this is like fucked up. Like, have you been to mixology school? He's like, yeah, 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 dude. I went to mixology school online, DeVry University. They take the classroom to your living room. And I'm like, bro, this is super weird. Can you just get me a beer? Like, what? What do you want? You want? Yeah, just like a normal beer. He's like, okay, you want that in a cup or a cone? <laughs> hey, yo, thank you so much. My name is Robin Fearburg. Give it up right now. Is Regina Fletcher here? Make some noise for Jacob Allen! <laughs> oh, thanks, Merlin. <laughs> All right. Um, God. Okay. I was I was watching some advertisements the other day. Um, <laughs> you guys. So it, you, there's this one there's this one ad that I'm seeing a lot lately. It's blackpeoplemeet.com. Anybody? Yeah, so I was, I, when I first saw that ad, I was, I was so excited um, because, uh, well, it was, a, it was a mixed bag of emotions, really, because I, well, at first I was like, wow, finally something to satisfy my craving for f human flesh, but the part that fucked me up, the part that fucked me up, the part that fucked me up is this, look, look, they should be farming equally from all the different minorities. It's fucked. I mean, I have a passion for civil rights. Like, on the one, it was crazy. It was so difficult for me because I was like, I wanted human flesh so bad, but also I felt this yearning to be like, like, I'm a social, I mean, I really care about, about social uh, 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 justice. So it was, it was a difficult uh, scenario for me. Um, yeah. It also, they just describe like, but it is. It, it was. I visited the site, and wow, like it is such a good. Well, it's the best butcher I've been to. Like seriously, like they'll describe to you the the people you're gonna eat in just this perfect detail. Like, oh my god, like oh, even down to the personality. It's wow. So it was it was tough, but I but I um I incognito windowed, so we're good. Um, nobody's gonna find out. Um, I uh I've sort of I on the drive up here I visited uh, my half brother, and it's it's a different half brother situation than I think most people are used to. Um. My dad was asked by this lesbian couple to just give give some of his egg, um, <laughs> sperm, I guess. But I don't like to talk about it. And and but I, uh, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. This is you know cheaper than therapy. I've I've heard. Um, and so basically the uh, the the thing is he agrees obviously very fast things. Uh, he agrees very fast that he will. Um, Give his sperm to these women, um, and I and he's a he's a he's a, he's a man that lives by his schedule. So I I have to imagine at some point in the game there was just on his Google calendar like take Jake to baseball practice, Alex like whatever like piano lesson, pick up Alex from school, pick up Nick from school, and then just masturbate into a petri dish, chuck it in the fridge, and take it to Ellie and Mickey's house. Ellie and Mickey, wow, such weird names, right? <laughs> anyway, could have picked two better names, but that's their actual names. Look them up, San Rafael. Um, San Rafael, no, they moved just recently to Fairfax. So, anyway, um, uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, I worked for the Hillary campaign for four months. <laughs> that was a good time. Um, didn't end so well, but fuck it. And um, <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and uh, basically, I I was. Um, I was hoping she would win, and I was hoping that I could get hired into the White House because. I've always had this fantasy that I could be her Monica. Um, just fuck. I mean, can you imagine? It would be so good. I'd probably get a Wikipedia page, and wow, she could just take me into that Oval Office anytime she wanted to. Anyway, that didn't happen, so that's too bad. Um, 
Yeah, have you, guys, have you guys ever seen those bumper stickers, Giant Meteor 20, uh, 2016? Still still on quite a few Priuses. If you just, it's 100% Prius. Good bumper sticker. I, uh, I approve. Yeah, fuck. Um, oh, we're okay. Thank you very much. I'm Jacob Allen. <laughs> Regina, Russian. Make some noise for Regina Fletcher. I love all these introductions and um, inquiries into my ethnic and religious background. Um, yeah, so I, um, gosh, with everybody kind of airing their grievances, I, I just want to tell you guys, like, I'm, um, I'm actually a, a survivor of various uh, foodborne illnesses. Um, I know a lot of people this Thanksgiving were worried about um, romaine lettuce. Obviously, I survived that one, vegetarian. And um, yeah, I also, uh, because of vegetarianism, I, I survived uh, Chalua, you guys know? I'm sorry, I guess I should have looked at the crowd better. You guys probably better understand Northern Vietnamese accent, Chalua. Yeah, thank you. Okay, cool, cool. Cultured crowd. Um, so I, I know a lot of people are here looking at me, kind of wondering. Um, I, I see your your ethno dietary stereotyping. What's a nice vegetarian girl like me getting up here talking about Vietnamese sausage? Well, I'll have you know, I am an expert in the topic. I am married to a Vietnamese man, um, but he disagrees on whether or not Jiao Lua is a Vietnamese sausage. Um, you know, our in-laws were, were texting us in very lengthy text messages about, about this Jalua recall, which apparently no one else heard about. And, um, you know, I'm like, it, it, it's obviously a sausage. Like, I've seen it at your, your family's meals before. And he's like, and I quote, Jalua is not a sausage. It is rolled meat. Like, okay. Um, I don't know, that sounds a lot like a sausage. He's like, it's too thick to be a sausage. I'm like, nope, nope, that is not a qualification for not being a sausage. Um, so, so we took it to the ultimate source of authority, um, facilitated by the, our best model for asking people for money, unapologetically, Jimmy Wales's Wikipedia. And I looked it up, and it said, drumroll please, Jalu is a very popular Vietnamese sausage. I know, I know. Um, you guys knew that because you're all cultured and stuff with your North Vietnamese accents. Um, yeah, but then he still didn't agree with me. He's like, I know you. You knew I was going to ask to look at the Wikipedia page. You edited that page yourself. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is how radicalization starts. When you don't even believe digital sources of authority, you think that I edited the Wikipedia page on Ja Lua? No, no, no. Um, I mean, this is, this is truly how people get radicalized, when we stop agreeing on fundamental shared truths. Like, you, do you guys know that YouTube is one of the fastest ways for people to get radicalized? Anyone here radicalized by YouTube? I mean, yes. Well, how are you radicalized? Alex Jones. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, Alex Jones is a prime example. <laughs> yes. So, what what kind of things what kind of things show up on your YouTube recommended videos? <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is amazing. Okay, I need to start following Alex Jones. Apparently, um, this is better than my hashtag Gay for Pay uh, Instagram. <laughs> tag which which got a bunch of porn stars to start following me but um 
<laughs> anyway, <laughs> I love hashtags and Instagram. Um, I got invited to join the Illuminati through my Instagram, actually. <laughs> it was like a high achieving moment. So anyway, I, um, yeah, I, I also have gotten radicalized by YouTube. I mean, I get suggestions coming up in my feed like, you know, no-so-cut t-shirts. Yeah. I know how to make these. You like fold them and, and you cut the vent so it like fits you really nicely. And um, you know, people ask me like, do you personally feel the effects of global warming? I'm like, not in my no-so-cut t-shirt. Fight the power. Um, so I'm gonna end on that radical note because my ability to calculate two minutes is moderately compromised. Thank you, you guys have been great. Oh my goodness. Um, your next comic is very successful at something, I assume. Aditya Shankar! Thank you. Happy New Year, everyone. Anyone, uh, anyone still have any resolutions left that they've uh, kept up four days in? Anyone? I didn't think so. Yeah. Um, I'll just address the elephant in the room right away. I know what you're thinking, like, this guy looks lactose intolerant, right? Like, I just know. I give off that vibe, I guess, right? Like a cheesecake could just destroy me, right? No, uh, I am lactose intolerant, but I love milk, right? So when I eat a bowl of ice cream, I feel like one of those brown guys you see at a Trump rally, right? Like, this isn't medically safe for either of us, right? Uh, <laughs> right? Like, I can't digest dairy. They can't digest reality, right? Uh, it's just like two peas, in a, two peas in a pod, really, right? People are telling us, you know you're gonna pay for this later, right? We're both like, don't worry, Mexico's gonna pay for it. <laughs> uh, no, but due to my lactile uh, dysfunction, I, I carry around those like lactose pills, right? Because when the time is right, you can be ready, right? Uh. <laughs> uh, every, you all know uh, Michelangelo's statue, the David, right? You ever realize that's just a 16th century dick pic? Right? Like thousands of people visit Florence every year just to see an unsolicited sexual advance, right? Just Renaissance era harassment, right? Like, I know they claim it's like the biblical hero, David, right? But I feel like that became the story after HR got involved, right? Yeah. I imagine like David's going to Michelangelo, right? He's like, so there's this girl, Esther, at the office, right? She wants nothing to do with me, but I feel like if we sent her a fully nude statue of myself, she'd change her mind, right? <laughs> Hashtag me, I, I, right? Uh, I was reading the news the other day because uh, up to that point, my day had been just going too well. I really needed to come down a couple pegs. Uh, and I read something about, there's like this study abroad program that they have between North and South Korea, right? And I'm like, who in South Korea is signing up for this thing, right? You know? Like, I imagine it's not any of, like, the, the valedictorians aren't signing up for this thing, right? It's like, you know, I just want a taste of bloodthirsty autocracy, right? Like, just a taste, right? Uh, and so, like, normally when people come back from studying abroad, I kind of get annoyed when they talk, right? I kind of get annoyed when they talk about, like, how life-changing their experience was, right? But if you're that kid that went from North Korea to South Korea and then back, you are allowed to never shut up about that experience, right? And he's telling his friends, like, you know, South Korea, man, it was just so liberating. 
you know, like you just, you just wouldn't understand. Right. And the food, oh my God. Like, you know, in their culture, they eat every day. Right? Uh, everyone, uh, anyone here go to elementary school? Yeah. Wow. Quite a few. All right. Yeah, I did as well. And, uh, you all remember like culture day where you kind of dress up in your like dress up and like present about your heritage and stuff like that? No, it was that day you got to skip fifth period. Remember that one? That one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, and like I grew up in like um, a small place in New England called Massachusetts, right? And it was kind of weird in my fourth grade class, right? Like I was the most like quote unquote diverse kid, right? Um, and nothing says we embrace diversity like having the one brown kid dress up in ethnic garb and then staring at him all day, right? Um, like the kid from Wisconsin is wearing a che like literal cheese on his head, but I'm the weird one, right? Like my culture is the weird one. Uh, but in fifth grade, it was uh, it was a lot better in fifth grade, right? Because we had uh, a kid in our class from Ohio, right? And I was like, finally, a foreign student. You know, <laughs> it was great. All right, I think I'll wrap it up there, guys. That's kind of all I wanted to try. That is that shit. Uh, is Michael Taylor here? Yeah. Make some noise for Marcus Howard. All right, what's up, guys? How's it going? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so a bunch of people were talking about Uber earlier. Um, I think Uber's interesting because it's like one of the few like experiences where you pay to be somebody's hostage for like a short amount of time. You know, like I'm not talking about like kidnapping kind of hostage. I'm talking more like a conversational hostage. Like, has this ever happened to you, you before? You get in your uh, Uber and you're just trapped in like conversational Auschwitz for like the next 30 minutes. Uh, that happened to me the other day. I got in my Uber, and uh, my Uber driver, like, immediately after I said, what's up, like, started telling me all about his conspiracy theories and his alt-right belief system, and I was just like, dude, I just wanted to go to the gym, not think about, like, if the U.S. should pull out of Syria or not. Like, now I'm in my my Soul Cycle class, and, like, my calves are burning, but, you know, so is the Middle East. Um, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, like most of my Uber drivers, they're immigrants and I feel for them too because like, you know, it's like this guy who used to be like a part of the space program back in his home country is now driving around a bunch of drunk 20-somethings who are trying to fuck in the backseat of his car. <clears throat> and it's like, you know, fucking Fahoud has to let it happen because he needs that five star, you know. Um, but yeah, I kind of feel like immigrants who come to the United States uh, feel a lot, feel like see the United States the same way that we see uh, like LA, you know? Like we feel like we're gonna go out there and make it, but then like a year later we're curled up in a ball after being fucked and we're just like, this wasn't supposed to happen like this. Uh, <laughs> I'm not really much of a fan of Instagram and you know, like social media and everything. I feel like it's kind of gotten out of control. Like I feel like it's a lot like Donald Trump, you know? Like we had a chance to stop it back in the past, but now it's way too powerful. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Instagram. Instagram is one that's interesting to me because for me, Instagram is just millions and millions of pictures of people standing in front of shit more interesting than them. And <laughs> or like Facebook. I really like Facebook. Uh, my favorite thing on Facebook is the uh, hater posters. We've all seen this before, right? It's usually the person who's like, you know, I'm out here grinding. I'm doing my thing, but these haters want to, you know, talk all this shit. Fuck these haters. And my response to that is always like, dude, you don't have haters. You're just schizophrenic and really need help. 
Um, Snapchat is another one. Uh, I'm not a fan of Snapchat because of that puppy dog filter. We've all seen this. You know, the girl who posts like the puppy dog filter every day when she's bored and just looking for attention. Um, but I'm really just mad about the whole Snapchat thing because of the fact that like I got catfished thanks to that puppy dog filter one time. Uh, I was on Tinder and I was swiping and ended up matching with this girl and she was sexy as fuck. Like titties like pow, ass on some Bruce Lee, like Wing Chun shit. And like every picture of hers had that damn puppy dog filter. And so I was a little bit skeptical but I decided to roll the dice on it. And so we met up, she still was looking sexy but her fucking grill was jacked you guys. Like I'm talking about, it looked like she spent her whole life like sucking dick and playing pro hockey. Um, but yeah. Uh, all right, I'm going to leave on one more. Uh, oh, um, so yeah, the mind of a comedian works a little bit differently than like the normal person, you know. Uh, and I found this out the hard way over uh, the Christmas break. I was hanging out with my mom, and uh, she was telling me this really like horrific story about a family friend who got into this car accident, right? Somebody T-boned the car. The car ended up flipping over. The guy ended up going to the hospital. And when he woke up, he was completely paralyzed. And I started laughing. Like, it was bad. It was to the point where I had to, like, cover my mouth a little bit. And it, the reason I was laughing so much was because all I could think in that moment in my mind was how ironic it was that this dude got T-boned. And instead of turning into a steak, he became a vegetable. All right. You know, that's been my time. Thank you, guys. I just want to say thank you for reminding everyone that Uber's official policy is get it in, Michael Taylor. Yeah. Oh dear. Uh, how's it going tonight, you guys? Good to be here. So this has turned into a, a surprisingly not tense evening. I'm very impressed uh, that we rose above it. Uh, I get depressed sometimes get a little down about myself you know yeah it's a lot of fun um sometimes i get so down you know i start to wonder you know like if i died would anyone really care you know my friends even know i was dead you know kind of dark thoughts like that but uh the other day i realized of course they would realize i was dead because then they would have to pay for netflix that's very inconvenient uh I went down to Georgia recently to uh, see a friend of mine from high school, and she is a relatively new mother. She has a one-year-old. Uh, the one-year-old is still uh, breastfeeding. Uh, he also eats fruit, but he's not super into the fruit. He's much more into the breastfeeding. Like, she would give him, like, a blueberry. He would roll it around in his mouth and then spit it out and then just kind of, you know, start tugging behind him on the shirt. And I swear to God, the second or third time that he's doing that, he gives me this, like, alpha look. Because he goes, like, like, yeah. Your chick do this for you? I doubt it, you know? I was, like, I felt emasculated by this child. Because, no, she does not do that for me. Uh... I am a kindergarten teacher. Uh, I have a master's in teaching, uh, which is pretty cool because it means that I've mastered something that I'm not good at. Um, but I do enjoy it a lot. I like how enthusiastic kids can be about stuff. Uh, like for instance, we have to go over the calendar every day. Uh, it's pretty boring to me at this point, you know? Today is Tuesday, December 
third. Uh, but one day, we started making it a job that the kids do, and one of the kids was up there. He was doing the same thing. Uh, today is Wednesday, December 5th, and I was sitting next to a guy on the carpet, a uh, five-year-old guy, you know? You know what they're like. And his eyes are just like, <gasps> and I was like, what? And he goes, that guy is so good at that. <laughs> Like, that's his stand-up, you know? He's like, that, that is so what day it is today. <laughs> that's the most today I ever saw it. Um, and they get excited even when they're totally wrong about things. Like, I have to give them the test uh, for uh, the letters, see if they know what letters are which. Uh, and some kids, A, B, C, D, totally calm. Other kids, A, B, Skip, C, skip, skip, skip. I didn't even know skip was a choice, but she was fucking psyched to be saying skip. She was just like, don't care about that letter. Moving on. No, not into that one either. I had another kid, uh, he was looking at it and he goes, A, seven, circle, rainbow, smiley face. ST Math. ST Math is a math game that we play on the computer. He wasn't even like in the area of like shapes or colors anymore. He's talking about software. But every time he answered, he goes, seven? Rainbow? Like more sure of himself than he was the last time. And I have to correct him, but in a lot of ways, I don't want to do that because I know what I'm doing and I still hate myself half the time, you know? But not tonight. It's going great. Uh, I'm going to say I had one kid who was very not enthusiastic. Uh, it's hard to compete for some of them because some of them are into, you know, the Jason and the Freddy and, and all the violence and such. Uh, I had a kid. We had to do the ABC Rock at uh, an assembly. And we were up there going, ABC. A, B, C, and he's just like, everyone's doing it. He's just sitting there stone-faced, and I'm on the side, you know, like an angry basketball dad going like, D, E, F, G, and nothing. And I come up to him afterwards, and I go, hey, man, you know, I know it's kind of annoying, but it doesn't seem like that much to ask that you just do the stupid A, B, C rock, and he goes, yeah, well, I'm just not a big fan of the alphabet and at that point i was just like you know what i'm not gonna get you in trouble right now because you're gonna have to deal with it your whole life so <laughs> sorry about that all right thank you very much for your time guys thank you. you seem hella canadian all right that's wonderful. I guess it's just the teacher thing. Um, your next comic's grievances with me include how much money he lends me and that I don't share gas money on road trips. Hunter, thousand yard stare. Woo! I'll deal with that later. <sighs> Give it up for your host, everybody. Thanks for sticking around. This has been fucking amazing. This is a white hot mic. As the Lord said unto Abraham in the Bible, we are killing it tonight, motherfuckers. Yeah, not a big Bible fan. That's cool. I get it. 
Uh, I'm going to address uh, one thing right off the bat. I understand, like, too conventionally good looking to be funny. I get that, but we're going to try to break through that glass ceiling. Quick question. Does anybody have any drugs? I'll be more specific. Does anybody have any Schedule Two controlled substances? All right, good. No. All right. Me neither. So my name is Hunter. Uh, it's good to meet y'all. Uh, I'm from the South, like you. Where are you from? Georgia? I'm from Louisiana. Yeah, man. Uh, growing up in Louisiana, that, what that meant to me is like up until about the age of 11 years old, I didn't know that there was a T in my name. Yeah, he gets that. Y'all are a little confused. I can demonstrate for you. Hey, Hunter. Or like, Hunter, come on, boy. Let's get down in the truck. Let's go down the table. Let's crawfish, boy. Let's go shake a leg. It's all going to be gone. Does that even sound like language to y'all or just cognitive dissonance? Uh, why don't you have an accent? I don't have an accent, sir. I will not guess. I do not have an accent because my mother's a speech pathologist. So I can code switch, which is not something that white people are supposed to know about. But I can code switch. Uh, also, she was a uh, hippie, so I dodged the childhood obesity. So I'm two for two. So anybody own an iPhone? Make some noise if you own an iPhone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, does any of this ever happen to any of y'all? Um, I text on uh, OMW. And it autocorrects to on my way exclamation point. Yeah. Yeah. Why is my phone trying to make me sound like a thirsty bitch? Because, you know, like OMW, no punctuation, that has some dignity to it. It's like, I'm going to be there, but you don't own me. You know? The other one's like, on my way, exclamation point, I'll be there with bells on and a bushy tail because I don't have shit else to do. I don't need any help sounding like a thirsty bitch. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, speaking of phones and stuff like that, I've been trying to design some of these dating apps. I'm not a developer. I'm just trying to get rich so I don't have to work anymore. Um, I've designed a few dating apps. I'm trying to, like, you know, test the waters. I made one called Gringer. That's uh, Tinder for gingers. The slogan's going to be, because no one else will fuck you. Sorry, that's mean. Uh, another one, has anybody ever heard of doomsday preppers? You know what a doomsday prepper is? They're like people who like live in the Pacific Northwest and prepare for, prepare for the apocalypse like it's nigh. Yeah, I made a dating app for them. It's called Bunker. Yeah, Bunker, I hardly know her, you know, something like that. Uh, another one, um, it's uh, for people like us who are from the South, Georgia, Mississippi, Alabama, Arkansas. It's called Ancestry.com. Yeah, now we're cooking. All right, 2019, new jokes, new jokes. Tell some new jokes. Oh my God. Um, they say uh, that when guys are walking through life, you know, they always think about like sex every five seconds. Has anybody ever heard this aphorism? I know it's not true, but like that's what people say, right? It's like every five seconds, like men think about sex. I don't think that includes like all the demographics of male because whenever I'm walking around, like my five second thought is, why did I walk down here? Like, where am I going? Why did I come here? Why did I come here? Remember, 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 fuck, fuck, fuck. Really? Nobody, just me? I smoke a lot of weed though. I would say I smoke weed at a competitive level. Like if there was an Olympic category for weed smoking, I would definitely forget to qualify for that shit. Uh, so I had the perfect human interaction recently. Uh, I walked into a bathroom uh, to do coke, like you do, 
And when I was walking into the bathroom, I turned a corner. And as I turned the corner, I was immediately confronted by two guys just standing there. And as I was turning the corner, one of them was taking a giant rip of Coke, just like a giant line of Coke right off of like a giant like five-inch blade. And I was just like, they weren't surprised to see me. I wasn't surprised to see them. Nobody was upset. And I was just like, hey, guys, how's it going? And then, like, I pulled out my little, like, vial. And, like, we had a great time. Um, let's see. Has anybody ever... Th I feel like this is a pretty um, relatable experience. Have you ever been having dinner with some friends and one of them's really high on LSD and nobody... He doesn't want anybody to know, but everybody already knows and it's super awkward? Yeah, yeah, we've all had that experience before. Like, I was in some dinner with some friends. One of them was just, like, staring at the menu furtively like he was psyching himself up to murder it, you know? And then, like, as soon as the waiter came, we all ordered food, and he was just like, I'll just have a tea. And so he gets his tea, and he doesn't drink it. He's just, like, holding it the entire time. And as soon as the food arrives, he is furious. He's like, there's food now? He left. Just like... <laughs> I, like I'd never seen him more angry. He just threw fifteen down dollars down on the table for his tea and just got the fuck out of there. And I was like, "Hey man, come back! You forgot to tip." What's that? I talk about George in front of his face all the time. I told George that story first. <laughs> so um, the Democrat the Democrats control the House now. It's a new year. Does anybody realize that the Democrats control the House? They gave Nancy Pelosi a gavel. I understand that's just symbolic, but that's kind of on the nose. Ah. Like a gavel for his nuts? Really? Okay. Oh. Uh, what? <laughs> the LA Times uh, ran a uh, headline, I think it was December 1st, Worst Year of Trump's Life. And I don't really like that headline because that implies that all the future years are going to be better than this. It's like, this is the worst year of Trump's life until he became a dictator. Then the rest of his life was fucking amazing. So it should be worst year of his life so far. All right. True, but not funny. I got it. Okay, good. I'm going to keep it then. I committed one of the classic blunders of history. You know, the classic blunders of history. Never get into a land war in Asia. Never go to the grocery store on cocaine. Yeah, you know, like I was super efficient, but I only bought cigarettes. Speaking of cigarettes, I've tried to be more healthy, trying to cut cigarettes out of my diet. I hear that they, like, increase your chance of getting lung cancer by, like, 20% or something like that. So I just cut mine in half. Yeah, because I can live with those odds. Right? Yeah, plus I can save the other half for spliffs. That's just good economics. So I got married uh, pretty recently, like, three months ago, something like that. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. That's heartwarming. All right, it's over. I'm out. All right. You guys have been uh, lovely. Give it up for your host. Give it up for Pam Benjamin, our overlord and master. I love you. Bye. We got one more. No, we're done. Fuck you all. Fuck all of you. You can say goodbye. We'll say thanks, World Kaufman, for hosting. Thank you so much. Uh, Capital Pilcrow for wanting the ones and twos. We got to shut it down because we have to set up for our next show showing up in less than 10 minutes at 8 o'clock. It's Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. Hey, everybody, keep listening. Thanks again for listening to this show. Keep it tuned to Mutiny Radio. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio 
Comedy Festival ticket, March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. For a burger, Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Subliminal SF Visual and Auditory Mind Control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Yeah. Welcome, Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San Francisco. Your favorite bar with awesome bartenders, rotating local art, and a killer back patio. It's a great place to hang out and play one of their two pool tables or old school pinball machine with a tasty adult beverage. Live music every Saturday for only $5, Bender's brings you face-melting metal and rock and roll. The last Friday of the month, punk rock and schlock delivers super fun karaoke with Aileen. Come on, what's not to like? They even have counter offer inside, frying up the tots with sexy hot burgers for your face. Open every day at 2 p.m. Their happy hour goes till 7 p.m. Benders is proud to be a sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival because they're an awesome community asset to the dirtbags who keep art alive in the mission. Benders Bar and Grill. Hi, welcome to My Limited View. I am your host, Sergio Navoa. And I'm your co-host, Vanessa Wilkins. Join us every Tuesday from 12 to 2 at mutinyradio.fm as we share stories, our personal stories. And struggles and challenges. And we'll also have guests come in and share their stories. And hopefully through all this, we can expand our view. Or your view. 
Yes, and there'll be plenty of dick jokes, so don't worry. It's not always going to be heavy. Yeah, I might even share black hair tips. Black hair tips. <laughs> don't know anything about it. Sorry. All so, on my limited view. Yes, every Tuesday from 12 to 2. Uh, oh, you can if you can also find us on Apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah, and Google Play. And Stitcher. iTunes. Oh, you already said that. TuneIn Radio. Uh, Stitcher, you said that. Spotify. Oh, my God, there's just so many. And Overcast. Um, yes, you can also find us on social media, M as in Mary, L as in Larry, P as in Peter, podcast, MOV podcast is our handle. Until next time, I hope you're enjoying your view. Yes. Bye. Bye. That kind of sucked balls. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe it's a cash cock honey <laughs> Billy Bob you ever want to be funny well my dogs think I'm funny Daryl well I mean you ever want to be like in front of an audience like other than like squirrels dogs and dead persons oh shit from time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's joke workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> Radio listener, it's that time of year again. March 1st through 5th, it's time for the 4th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Over 40 comics, 25 shows, 
five days all here at Mutiny Radio, 2781 21st Street at Florida Street. 25 shows, five days. Amazing comics from all over the United States here in San Francisco to entertain you with 25 differently themed shows hosted by... microphone on so I can shame you. Jonathan, light a match. <laughs> it wasn't Jonathan. That's <laughs> David, light a match. Don't you know the match? We have a bat. There's a bowl full of matches. Look at this. Look, there's a bowl. There's a bowl full of matches from flat black plastic. No, can somebody, somebody light the match? I love you. I, but we, before we start the show, we have to say we love, we love our board up. Sunny days, or rather the weather, weathered or not with the double zero as a placeholder to hold or to bother over the finery of lines drawn up to be just and see and will do, redo, statements of facts on printed cards for the payment of self and addressed, stationery and a letter opener, see the qualms of the parallel it starts here and always does and as about and the time settles it all as the sediments produced and felt in either direction we find the you and the you about selfless from calming coming of newity of annuity from the past and up and the not yet seen or to be understood yet always some and some more are and or and you may find that to in the kind time between non-failure the errors about all the time and time being coupled as they are as in coupler the accounts measured in board but just as an analog to the analog representable like its seismic counterpart and gentle enough this voice brings you the conscious of consciousness science and the epileptical centripetal non-forceries to drop the question on the floor and throw it into the mix for others to question in a defaulting state of discovery the ground up helix is the reflection of air and sound and you've reached the center if and only just to listen this is aqua q and a refrediment of texture on this the 17th of may station one We bring you now, Radio Levin, at Monday the 5 p.m. time slotted bodgery for wit to stick and ponder, just and real and time and again, coming up next, two and a half feet, written for the non-hospital in you, and your fellow to follow up stalk, as in the utter ludicrosity of measure, sized up and bite sized do also listen to the real timety of spatial quisinetry, awre.fm radio, on all the time, and spaced out bliss from station one to ground station. To reprisals of Radio 11, the 24-hour clock sees all measure of leisure to the episodical epistemologicals of non-sediment, we proceed now to the next, and the with and not without, join me now, Aqua Q. 
the right feet on backwards tackle nonsense in a sensical sensual causal relationship of worldly matters of materially frantastical emotioning questions of checkery and balanced an even more set of throws into the early to be evening, if that was your time of night, and it was, not to stop bother or just that it was slowly changed and to the left again, patter as if that pattern was gently dipped into a spiky street of electrics whizzed by with the murmurs of hearts neatly tucked behind stereos while mild chatter of the news events of a day yet to come more was happening a world away, as it always was and thus reported into the airwaves if you were inclined or reclined to listen or let it flow into as the FM programming you choose to start your day. When the day becomes and turns away the night which you forget for the purposes of sanity, yet seek it again on a regular basis to maintain such a staticity of non-forgetfulness, only slightly to offset the ends of sanity again, and again, which oddly fits your design, or did and does by memory alone, as you may be in these moments as listening again, what is it that continues the forces of life inside any of us, or simultaneously all of us, and also what brings death and is that in sequence or altogether? Is death perhaps overworked these days? And should we feel sorrow for a job which ought not to return a lot of satisfaction to such a non-forced force of zeroing out, or is it a time of jubilee for the finals to be lifted and sorted or tossed around on sleds into a trucked city vehicle while their families wander from far away if they'll see their child in the stars the very evening, or perhaps next week, and wait. It was a ghost town, this town outside of town, where the reported and seemingly dead arrived, in a bus to a bar which nay served alcohol, at a time which was neither between day or night, and as it unloaded, the people on it, looked forward and around a bit, and didn't talk or offer each other a help of any kind, for that's what got them into this predicament. And it was a predicament, preceded by a non-behavior and thrown under, their arms like the pillow they brought to bed and perhaps still had, clinging on a sum to the last bits of electrics which grounded them to this the planet of their choosing, as delivered their lifetime ago by that hopped-up beast of perhaps a stork, or shot out of a cannon as they now remembered, making their way towards a new challenge, delivered at that very hospital, or one near and far away from their hearts, which were no longer beating themselves up like the drummer they perhaps followed, or perhaps even made a sound in motion to start their own circle, and did. Well did, was the operative word here, and there was no operation. For some this was a relief and for others they'd hoped of a bit more fervor in their demise, instead of this old bus, which was now pulling away to get some more. And the more company it brought, you'd think the mood would change, or that the party would start, and that life would begin again for these souls without narrow pair of sock on some, perhaps too rich to go poor on the streets they loved, or even not given the chance to go mad and rediscover a world of living before they unchoose to, well, what had happened? Death was standing over, just there. But he had a sort of uniform on. Not the usual one you'd expect, big black coat with cold black eyes you couldn't see. And he had a voice. Again, not the usual tonal somber one you'd see in film, but a quiet common directing voice, as he took out a map and motioned to a set of others on where this next lot was meant to settle. A settlement for the dead. On this planet? Or in it? There was a hole up ahead. Some people were already walking towards it, perhaps that's where they were meant to go in such a malaise of non-reasoning, they reasoned with each other and some began to point. The men pointed back at them and motioned. There was a young man, 
or perhaps a young woman though likely it was a man and based on his pajamas he'd been comfortable up until a moment ago, or several, counting the Riga's route which the bus took on its way up here. Or was it down here? He pondered. The lights were still visible from where he stood, that way over there. That warm city, and now this cold plot in plotted bit of land with a warmish hole. That was their reasoning. The man's name had to be reminded to himself at this moment, by the too soon pair of other uniformed men who approached him and called to his attention his new identification. It goes on your toe, sir, was a bit of laughter from the other. We tag him and bag him and you have made a grade up to the other level one said. Oh, it's just I. Was a stammering about to happen. He thought he'd get his bearings first, but time in this place was not a luxury as it was on the, and where am I? Level K, said the other. That's where we're taking you. Answers to his questions were not forthright and he decided he would walk along and discover what the men were up and about. They looked down at his feet and turned with each other and walked a bit in the direction our character was thinking of going in anyway. They all moved forward. One had a radio, and it placard every 30 seconds or so. No audio and there was a solemn understanding between the men, who moved in their usual way and as if they had some regular duty here, and they did. To deliver this man to the level, as stated, K. A small door appeared lit only by the seam to show that there were electrics inside, and perhaps life he thought. I mean who would power the electrics, and perhaps there was heat. It was dimly cold and wet outside, and he'd hoped for perhaps a cocoa once they'd arrived at a resting spot. The door opened and a middle-aged woman motioned them in. Inside was just a couch, and a television which was not turned on, and he sat as was motioned to do so, and they left. He fiddled with the couch and sat for a bit, then decided to lay down and wait for something else to happen. His eyes closed. Closure, he thought to himself as in close again, and now on a couch. He'd just left his bed, and how? Odd he couldn't remember. What about the night before? Still nothing. Though he recognized his own pajamas. They were a gift, for he'd never consider wearing clothes to bed until people started buying them at holidays. Birthday. His mind sprang a bit. Yeah, he remembered that. Well the word anyway, but forgot the date. Hum. He hummed to himself. The couch was comfortable still, and still, and as he was, was noticing the something-nothing around him was as familiar as his memory of forgetfulness. He was kind of enjoying the non-enjoying and hoped it would last for a while too, when a chime chimed. You're up popped in the young women, through a door which appeared only momentarily and lingered lit and hopeful for his arrival through it and onto something new and perhaps exciting. I wouldn't bet on it the young women held the door open still. Oh, what? Exciting, isn't it you'll think to yourself as you walk towards me and perhaps it will be, but I've never seen it her eyes bobbed a bit over his pajamas. He was noticing that everybody was noticing his pajamas, including himself and he smiled now and turned up towards the lady and decided to make a change. James, he offered a glance over her in his hand to shake it if she was so undesirable to do so. Oh she shook his hand and her lips stilted towards a similar smile in a manner liking to him. Your new home is it? Last one left you behind? Well we've got you here and in the now she offered a bit more of herself as light conversation. Oh, well good, I mean. It's nice to. I mean, 
be. I mean, look at you. Still human, right? Aren't we? A bit more of that and we'll all be able to spring in no time. She beamed a bit more. Here, come along and listen. And put her arm around him as they both walked into the level while she let the door close behind them. There is more conversation through here, and there. And. Emotion there. The ideas are sorted throughout but I think you will find they're color-coded to your liking. At least I think so. The mats are for play or playfulness, not resting, and the coffee pot is locked up, but I'll get you a cup if you'd like. Caffeine at this time of night though, I wouldn't recommend it, but some do. Just up ahead the hallways were opening and rooms became larger, with a twisty maze of passages broken off from left to center and they appeared to light up as he saw people walking around and through them, with some evidence of direction. Some were carrying notebooks and others simply appeared and disappeared in their gowns without shoes, of varying colors. Yes, I'd love a cup. It'll just get me started you know. I mean it was a long. He'd forgotten about the bus. He'd forgotten about the door he'd remember this place, surely. And he looked over to her to see what she was about to say. Synaptic haptics the stated in plain technical language. It's the engine which runs this place. Thought up by thought itself. Kind of a miracle it works at all, and that's kind and to the point. You'll discover in a second and she handed him a coffee. It was black and sweet, and a bit artificial tasting and he sucked at it and it was warm and he kept the cup at his side and thought to speak. So what do you do here? I mean besides this he attempted a light bit of conversation he was sort of used to, in these types of situations which had now become rare enough. I bring the people who power the machine, and you're it. Would you like to know more? Because I would. We all would, and the last one just fired. Oh good there's still some in there, I thought I'd have to push you in the chute but things seem to still be functioning. Shoot. Shoot. Oh that there. Well I wouldn't jump in there, it's frightening you'd have to push me. They both smiled. Yes, that's what I do, normally. But we have some time, would you like to take a walk? They did walk around the outside, as it was in this place of interior. And occasionally they saw some people, and mostly it just hummed, and they talked and she reminded him of some of the tools of coping he'd forgotten, and while he didn't need coping now, he thought he might, and might remember, and if anything it was that, and her smile and they carried on about the place, and, well about the place and what it was for and for whom and why indeed and however and so and so about who the guy was walking, and then about the drawings on the walls they were passing, and the variety of colors which were always just on the sides of them as they passed through each space. Things were indeed warm at this moment, and he looked at her again, this time with familiarity and friendship, and was hopeful they could stay together for some time more, and that they'd discover this place and see it in the new light, and carry each other on in conversation and fluidity and that it would be good for the pair of them. If you'd like, was her verbal response to his nonverbal reckoning. It's more and more like yourself the more you put into it, you'll find that, and it'll find you and bit more at a time while we're all comfortable, and that's the idea she smiled jokingly. The idea she repeated it's just that's the point of this place. Of you, the idea. Welcome to level K. We're off to a good start, I thought you might. And here we are. Fab. If you have any more, I'm keen to listen she listened. Hear that warble up ahead? That's you. 
we'd best keep thee walking while it's still an idea and she took his hand, perhaps warmed by the coffee, but very likely by the idea of a place to have something, and hold it gently, and that wasn't the artificial sweetener talking. This place was a good idea, and he smiled to himself as gently as she touched his fingers, and carried himself up a bit with her, through the level, as it lit up and fired and the visuals became deeper and he even touched the walls sometimes and they glowed, and he looked at her and she glowed, and it was pretty damn magical for this time of a lifetime to discover her in such a place, and so they flowed into it, and it flowed, and when they stopped, it still happened around them, and when then moved, there was a bit of zippiness, but it stayed with them. Well, we've reached 88 lines of code she stamped her feet gently as he just noticed her light shoes for the first time you know that's your little joke, and it's time for punch up punch tape light conversation. Here let's put on a bit of music. Thanks for the idea. The music came on and they smiled and continued on to walk and silently talk a bit, observing the synapses which fired in the vision which appeared on the walls, and it was fine and on and on they wanted to go. Which was a good start. I have a little joke too. He finally said out loud. Oh? You were fired. And he dove into her and kissed her everywhere at once illuminating the entire place with a spark which went off into every direction, just for a second, which seemed like the life and worth living for that instant and a lifetime, and instantaneously it was and is. At just a little synaptic joke, he grinned at her. She was still lit up and look at her arms, throw back she grinned, and welcome to the happenings of haptics. You have made a great day egg drop butter stop drop on. That's funny coming from you. The next one's better. And it was, and was again, and again. And they fired each synapse they chose, and sparked with love at each quarter of an idea that made them look at each other, in their eyes, or eyes to any part that needed sparking, and they understood, for that was this place, and they continued and met each other and stayed themselves of course, and sometimes carried each other on in lighter conversation, or as they overheard the walls talking to them, and then they would suddenly smile and it would happen again. They banged on the brain walls just for the fun of it, and fell over as they were toppled about, and onto each other. And that made them laugh more and they rolled around and stayed here and there for a bit more each time, and sometimes they ran, if it was their choosing. And sometimes they posed and talked about the art which should be here and over there and sometimes they saved each other from a dull dream of underthinking, or over non-participating, and they had now and continued to begin, and know they had always been with each other, as electrics and electrics didn't falter. Not here in this purity of space, and space capped they fired it, and fired it again, and rang a bell and kicked the walls and made it jump and they tuned an orchestral of sound, and it rang through the chambers, and they found the corner of this place, and would create anything they wished for a time and time again, which they found with each and again too. And it was good. Dash. The preceded Arikolodit modis are built and maintained for the inspirational inspired set of living juxtapositional elements which bring rocks to the ocean and women into fluffy places where cuddly was in fact, invented. Maintained with jester lues of material speculatory, we shine on the dark horribly bits for two and a half feet of tubing with the heat meant just for the now and now again, as needed. Take 2. Aqua Q. Cold room square, squared by motion and turns. Dot. Provided to you, 
the music always on summoned where it is pronounced produced profound and found again in briefs and briefly under worn in and at and about dot just a hint is what needed of the what is love dot flavored of multiplied and for hours and hours and keyed up treasured playful and directed produced and acted out from within the opposites track and attract the each of each other from mother of earth grounded and wired up to find dot you and far to given to like a well well off and on an alternating the signal which provides the continuous loop envisioned endoscoped and periscoped as in a submarine sandwiched and fixed food the good of a fine wine strung taught and sewn into our hearts as a single blood cell which travels with us making us all perfect at each time we choose for another dot we find and we do each moment with another is precise and precious and the will and well-known are also delicate at the needed and just what are we saying now oh dot it is said as it is said here that continuity of love is akin to just that our likeness like and based in a thick active element which is our universal pluggable playable and well just and that dot so how and just was love a discovered and rediscoverable and often in that seasonally as if a little hint from the rest who remembered said the birds and the bees as they flap and color themselves and find new home meat and every time dot words are simple and enough for just a time and just shy of that even and as a practice becomes and strengthens within each of each reassertion of the kind of kind that makes us whole dot these words are few and many and pang god the at times if only to say enough of talk in the o's and you're so on and on and how can we meet if not in spaces first and more spaces now and again later and on and carried like our own bodies as we walk and run and think of who the other needs and is needed and so the burst of bursts of this equation is so instantaneous and perfect and ongoing that life itself depends on this very fact and it is a fact it in fact is the reason which we have fact and this again is the answer you've been seeking and have always found and looked at it with the only part you nor anybody else can see and that is the beginning of everything which would burst apart if it was seen and not observable as perfect well it would just break somebody's heart to think it wasn't known as truth and perfection and you know who that is i know you do and with that bit of a flurry of realization in a streamy moment you have reached this brief place where you can just imagine that part in all of us at every moment in every aspect of the all of every glow of light which touches or stretches the universe to touch another just once as once is an infinity of laughter of the second part of the joke which made us laugh so hard we had to make another and another and another and another and another and so many others for this experience to share that we cannot stop at any time in any foreseeable unfutter of unplanning of unknowingness for the fruit which now grows and is well polished and placed wherever you choose for it the labor is that work in the trough will fill with the light to feed those and those again you see i should be out there up and about and front through and yonder ponder as requited and yet and for it shall be cased in casings vestibules will carry this message from the atm tubing through to a system we needed ever build again for it is simple and just and this and always is dot from the bones and vessels of love with hearth this is still in moving about and about the isle of man this city by the bay or san francisco the nexus
of all places to be, world and wide-eyed, this is AquaQ. Station one. QRZX station one. Station one. QRZX station one. Station one. of swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> Do you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be 
Like in front of an audience? Like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! John Wessick here. I have a new poetry collection on Amazon. Here's the title poem, The Shaman in the Library. Naked except for a loincloth, ritual scars and streaks of red clay, he attends the staff meeting. Ball haircut, back straight, face impassive. Why is he here? No one knows. Since the library opened, he's pushed the loaded book cart and replaced Suzanne Summers and Gwyneth Paltrow in the diet and exercise section. Trembling patrons pay late fees promptly when he stands by the circulation desk. A few parents complain their teenagers shadow him, chasing rumors of hallucinogenic ayahuasca vines hidden in the botany section. And after the singed carpet incident, management forbade cooking fires. No more fresh rabbit meat, only packets of microwaved cassava. He pricks his fingertip at shift's end and fills out his timesheet with human blood. It's a good life. His employer provides health insurance and a retirement plan. But when the wild parrots come to strip fruit from nearby trees, he remembers the land of his birth, his vision quest, fasting to the point of death and how his spirit animal came to him. He remembers inhabiting the jaguar's body, its savage strength and the power he gained, power to take life and heal. Free from culture and convention he hunted at night, the heart-pounding chase the taste of wild boar's blood. I was just innocent, and I will cut the... Black Block, a novel about protest from Sanjuro, a sample. The walk from Union Square to the bar is a long way for a drink, so you want a few stopovers. You get warmed up at Lefty O'Doul's, an old-time tavern with memorabilia and a menu from another century. Then a Market Street dive to rub elbows with the hoi polloi. Next is a Folsom Leather Bar, the dark Garth soundtrack is a refreshing change from the usual jukebox anthems 
but you must avert your eyes lest you observe gentlefolk in flagrante. That means fucking. Tonight, none of these places are open unless looters are broken in. The city is shut down because of the riots. Thank you. Find me at sandrorider.com and Black Block is on Amazon. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio, my friend. Got mutiny, mutiny radio. Got mutiny, mutiny radio. Got mutiny radio, my friend. of subliminal SF, visual and auditory mind control, graphic design, physical merchandise, live music promotions, go www.subliminalsf.com for the most amazing t-shirts you've ever seen, graphic design for every need, and live music promotion at some of the best bars in San Francisco. That's Subliminal SF, visual and auditory mind control. Go to SubliminalSF.com now. Safe sex is more than just avoiding STIs and pregnancy, no matter what you're into. Make sure that you and those around you feel safe, comfortable, and are having a good time. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. October 9th through 16th, 20. Headless Horseman. Settle back and reminisce a bit. What do you say, huh?
the mysterious traveler. This is the mysterious traveler inviting you to join me on another journey into the realm of the strange and the terrifying. I hope you will enjoy the trip, that it will thrill you a little and chill you a little. So settle back and get a good grip on your nerves, if you can. Good health to all from Rexall. The Jimmy Durante Show. Dial Hepatica for the smile of health. Fun with our star comedian Fred Allen. Music with Peter Van Steeden. New features, new laughs. It's Town Hall tonight. Here they come, the young quintuplets. Aren't the babies on exhibition this evening, Doctor? No, madam, the little tots are busy at their radios. It's town hall tonight. Farmer, what's your idea of putting a radio in your hen house, Clem? Hens can learn plenty about laying eggs from that Allen Zeb. It's town hall tonight. But this is hardly a case for the G-Man, lady. It sure is. Those thieves stole my radio, Mr. Hilburn. It's town hall tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, easy aces. Once again, the strains of Manhattan Serenade introduced Easy Eight, radio's distinctive last novel. Where the blues of the night meets the gold of the day. you to Philco Radio Time, produced and transcribed in New York with John Scott Trotter and his orchestra, Skitch Henderson, and Bing's guests, Fred Allen and Connie Boswell. Let's go, Bing. Come on, boy. Shred it, for your breakfast, start the day off shining bright, gives you lots of cowboy energy with a flavor that's just right, it's delicious and nutritious. Right side and ready to eat. Take a dip from Tom, go and tell your mom, spread it, Ralston, can't be beat. The Tom Nix Ralston Straight Shooters bring you action, mystery, and mile-a-minute thrills in radio's biggest Western detective program. Tonight you're about to hear another episode in a baffling mystery. Secret Mission. John Ruskin wrote this, 
Whenever money is the principal object of life, it is both got ill and spent ill, and does harm both in getting and spending. When getting and spending happiness is our aim, life can be beautiful. Life Can Be Beautiful is an inspiring message of faith drawn from life, written by Carl Bixby and Don Becker, and brought to you by Spick and Span. No soap, no other cleaner. Nothing in America cleans painted walls, woodwork, and linoleum like Spick and Span. Lux presents Hollywood. The Lux Radio Theater brings you Rita Hayworth and Charles Corbin in This Love of Ours. Ladies and gentlemen, your producer, Mr. William Keeley. And now meet Richard Colmer as Boston Blackie. Enemy to those who make him an enemy... Friend to those who have no friend. Former's Bright Label, the premium beer that is two ways light, presents Albert Mitchell's program, The Answer Man. And here he is, The Answer Man. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Now, if you'll read the first question. Certainly. A West Orange, New Jersey man asked, Does the British who's who still list Hitler's telephone number? Oh, yes. Berlin 11. Six. Hello, nephews, nieces, too, mothers and daddies, how are you? This is Uncle Don, all set to go. With a meeting on the radio, we'll start off with a little song. To learn the words will not take long, for they're as easy as easy can be. Come on now and sing with me. Hibbity gets Hatsa ringbori, Savonia skiffity, Ilody, Pony Cold Dope with an alley cousin. Sing this song with your uncle Dan. That was swell, you get four breaks. The Guiding Light. Brought to you by the makers of P&G Soap, the white naphtha soap. Can you top this? Why does a chicken cross the road? That was no chicken, that was my wife. Can you top that, Harry Hurstfield? Hi. Can you, Senator Ford? I might. And you, Joe Laurie Jr.? Maybe. Those expedient exclamations introduced the pint-sized author comedian, Joe Laurie Jr., the popular after-dinner speaker and current topic humorist, Senator Ford, the well-known columnist, cartoonist, and after-dinner speaker, Harry Hirschfield. These effervescent emas of entertainment bring you another session of Can You Top This? with the best wishes of Kirkman Soapflake. Stand by to raise ship. Blast off. Minus five, four, three, two, one, zero! As roaring rockets blast off to distant planets and far-flung stars... 
we take you to the age of the conquest of space with Tom Corbett, Space Cadet.
boys and girls.
Welcome to the Willie West Show here on Wonderful Wino Radio. Wonderful Wino. Welcome to the Willie West. You're here in a wonderful way. with the weird one. It's been a Willie West wing anyway with 101 wild and Willie wedges of wax and crazy wagons to play on the radio. Right here on Wonderful Wino. Wonderful Wino. 1750 on your dial just above the police calls can. We got stacks and stacks of wax and wax. We got the pick the click the ones to watch the oldies but goodies and newies but gooies. We got the top 700 records here in the world of Wonderful Wino. Wonderful Wino.
the Headless Horseman. <laughs>